This is Now Serving. Now here's Chris and Jess. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Now Serving with Chris and Jess. I don't know why I'm laughing. (laughs) Me either, but welcome. It's the podcast, your favorite podcast, where we serve the tea. The tea obviously being the truth or whatever we want it to be (laughs) each and every week. And well, I'm back. You are back. I like to say, please put the kettle on. I have a lot to discuss. There's so much to discuss. <laughs> so we obviously, we missed last week. There, there were a lot of reasons. Like it was a long weekend here in Canada where we record. So there's that mm-hmm. going on. But Jess, you you didn't have a great weekend. In fact, you haven't had a great last little while. Month. What the, yeah. A, what the fuck is going it's on? Been, it literally started June 1st. And by July 1st, I was like, okay, I think I'm finally on the other side of this. But Just dealing with some health-related issues that I'd rather not get into. Mm -hmm. Um, But however, because I'm a competitive psychopath, (laughs) I kept track of all the uh, things that I was able to actually do, even though I was bedridden. Like, I couldn't move. I was ordered not to move. I was on some serious drugs. Like, I was on morphine when I left the hospital. Nicole picked me up. You're a little loopy. I was I was loopy. I was on some serious uh, prescription narcotics. Okay, <laughs> not okay. by choice. But now yeah. I'm like I understand why there is an op- opioid crisis because this shit is amazing. Oh my god! <laughs> so uh. I was I had a medical procedure, mm-hmm. whatever a couple like a few days before the long weekend. Mm-hmm. So. It was like the Wednesday. So I was actually able to lay in bed from Wednesday until like the following Tuesday when we all had to go back to work, which was good. I was very lucky, very, very fortunate to be able to do that. Okay. I also in that time streamed um, a disgusting amount of television and movies. And I was like, you know what? I'm proud of myself. This is a huge thing. It's like a pop culture enthusiast. Like, I'm living for this. Um, These movies are amazing. Although now I'm like, were they? Because (laughs) 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 not really of sound mind. So I started to keep a list of everything that I was watching. And I think it was impressive. Okay. Can I share the I want to hear. You? I shared it on Twitter. Okay. I shared it on Twitter and I was like, you know what? I am so goddamn impressive even when I'm at my worst. <laughs> this was like I... a crutch for me. I was like, please someone tell me I'm still doing a good goddamn job because <laughs> I'm dying. I, did, I missed this tweet, been... so I don't know what you're about to say. So the six days that I was in bed, this is what I watched. Sister Act 1 and 2. Okay. Like the movies. I, yeah. The Hangover Part 1 and 2. One season of The Bodyguard. You know that British one where the guy is a bodyguard? It's a Netflix show. Anyways. Oh, I, I, thought, like, I thought like the Whitney Houston movie with uh, Kevin Costner. So not that. Okay. No, it's a, it's a, it's a series. Okay. But don't worry. After that, I was like, that was the worst bodyguard I've ever seen. Let me watch The Good Bodyguard. So I did watch <laughs> The Bodyguard. <laughs> Star- <laughs> <laughs> Starring Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner. I also watched That's three so seasons of Designated Survivor. Um, is it a good movie show? Lost in, 
it's it's good you know what i like that show because it reminded me of my old team my old because we had like a function like a chief of staff function in in my old team and i was on the and i was like the communications person and it's all kind of like they're inside people of the white house it's like it's it's a west wing drama sort of thing where they have like the communications person and the chief of staff and like the whatever and i was like oh this reminds me of my old team like so many hours (laughs) oh god i was gonna say just like like, i've known you for a long time i'm like what did you work in the white house like what (laughs) it's like are you high right now this is okay but it it was like comforting to me like the stress and like thrill of working all the time was like comforting to me like i miss my old team I also watched Lost in Translation, the the movie with Bill Murray, and um, was that good? I've never seen that either. Oh my god, you have to! Watch, it's on Netflix. Watch it. I love that movie. It's Kay. so good. Sofia Coppola, um, Under the Tuscan Sun, a classic. <laughs> my best friend's wedding, obviously. It's the only. It's like the movie that I always watch. I haven't seen that um, in so long. It's so good. I love it. Um, don't worry. There's more. I also watch Mona Lisa Smile, Notting Hill, The Wolf of Wall Street, and almost an entire season of The Office. So that's what I did Jeez. in three, in five, and, six days. And you did some online shopping, though, too. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I am so... I'm very special because... Is it okay that I brought week, that up? I was dying I, when you I told was me. Ab- I was about to bring that up okay, because okay. not only did I spend hundreds of dollars on online shopping i more specifically spent close to 200 dollars on mustard colored clothing which i don't wear yellow that's not my color wheel um yeah what's going on are you gonna keep it no i have to now go fucking return all of this shit chris let me tell you okay I was getting shit in the mail. I was like, I don't remember ordering. No. And then I was like, what? My cousin and I were opening all the shit in the mail. I was like, I've ordered four different t-shirts, all the same color, but like different styles. It's like I wanted to start my own Destiny's Child or something where it's like all the matching color. But I was like, this is so bizarre. Like, I don't know where this came from. And then a light came on when I pulled out. Not one, but two mustard-colored dresses that I ordered. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God, that's right. I watched the entire Lemonade visual album by Beyonce. And she has this, like, (laughs) iconic mustard dress. When she's singing, hold up, hold up, they don't love me like I love you. know that one? I was like, where she's like swinging yes. the bat around. I was like, I remember being like, yes, Dead. Beyonce. And like bawling my eyes out. Like having, this was at like 4 a.m. Like I don't even, there was no concept of space, time, anything. And then what do you know, a few days later, I had hundreds of dollars of mustard colored clothing come in the mail. And now I have to return all this shit. Okay, at least you're I feel returning like I have it to though. Go of course. I ordered like $80 shampoo. I'm like, what? I ordered all this shit, like all this eco-friendly shit because I read that Australian report on climate change and I was like, it's fucking happening. You know what? Fuck yeah, and more on that later. I'm getting anxiety about talking about and that. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I did in the six days. I was... I was well taken care of. So thank you to everyone that took care of me. There was like a 48-hour period that I was alone. And that's when a lot of the crying and streaming and shopping happened. But that's (laughs) fine. At least now I know what my crutches are. (laughs) 
Kate, uh, you were very productive. Though. That's quite an impressive list. And it actually reminds yeah. me of something I wanted to bring up. So last, we had very different weekend. I felt so bad that like you were like, a long, it's a long weekend. You want to have fun. You want to go out and do things. But I'm glad you're mm-hmm. feeling you're on the hopefully Mend. better end of things. Yeah. yeah coming back to life. Um, uh-huh. I was a fool. I got burnt in the sun last weekend. <laughs> And let Uh me tell you, I've been single for um, a year and a half Mm now-ish. And uh, there's two things that I don't like about being single. One, I think I brought up on the podcast before, is that uh, you have to pay more in rent or things like that. You can't split it with someone. It's hard. I would rather, like, I I miss that. I miss having a little Mm -hmm. bit more uh, Mm -hmm. fun money. Um, and two, I realized I have a very hard time putting aloe or any sort of moisturizer on my yes. back. Oh my so God. literally, <laughs> other than that, it's been fucking great. Let me tell you, <laughs> time flies when you're having fun, but, <laughs> but uh-huh. yeah, those are, the, those are my two biggest things. And it really, I only thought about the, uh, the, the saving money thing, um, until this happened. It was like, fuck. And then, so I don't know. I was going to go down the hall and see, like, if I could get one of my neighbors to put on. But we've all seen those <laughs> movies and we know that. So, did not. You never it. know. You and never then know. maybe one day we could say at your wedding. Like, if it wasn't for the fact that I was irresponsible with my sunscreen and asked you to rub aloe all over my hot, naked body. Listen, I, mean, I said this back. exact same thing. I've said this exact. Well, you know what? That's you. And well, I have different listen when i initially got back from barbados because i didn't i didn't burn i was tan and i was like well i uh i'm oh hello oh (laughs) i was sorry i'm i'm recording from home this weekend so i'm in my brother's childhood bedroom amazing and my dad just popped in amazing hi doug (laughs) (laughs) He says hi. Amazing. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I complained about this exact same thing with Nicole when I got back from Barbados. I was like, how am I going to maintain this tan? I can't reach all the places because Nicole would like lather my sunscreen As when one I couldn't would. reach it. Yeah. Right. So then, yeah, same same sort of thing. And I was like, you know what? I perhaps answered some text messages from people I probably shouldn't have in hopes that perhaps they could reach my back, but it's fine. I live with a mom, so yeah, you're good. Always just ask her. That's fantastic. Yes. And then did you see, so I'm glad you listed off all of these movies and shows and, and all the shopping you did, but then you shared something with our, that our friend posted on Twitter, uh, Denny, who's been on the podcast before he shared this thing what was it here um if you could watch only five movies for the rest of your life what would you choose tweet your choices with hashtag uh, my five movies yes so that got me thinking yes i don't know if you saw my tweet or what i posted i feel like i did and i was high on um on something prescription narcotics and so I, I for a medical issue in case people are just tuning in it wasn't because <laughs> I it was for a reason let the record anyway, show let the record let show, the record yeah. show. <laughs> this is how it is uh-huh. <laughs> um which is fair so mine were 
Actually, I'm going to start from the bottom. Number five for me was Jurassic Park. Oh. Number four, The Truman Show. Mm-hmm. Number three, Adventureland. I've never seen that. Okay, it's not like everyone that I've suggested watches it. Like they, they don't like it. Like oh, okay. it's, <laughs> I would okay. watch it, yeah. but don't don't go into it with high expectations. It's with oh. uh, Jesse uh, Eisenberg. Is that his name? And okay. um, uh, Kristen Stewart. Oh, uh, okay. It's a kind of it's these kids that work at a theme park, um, like an oh. amusement park, where the summer it, like takes place in oh. the '80s. Um, oh. oh my god, this the, sounds exactly like something that you would be into. The, and the soundtrack's <laughs> great. Like it's oh, it's yeah, it's it's a bizarre movie. Oh, Ryan Reynolds is yeah. in it too, and he plays like oh. this like kind of douchey kind of guy. Yeah, I don't know. Watch it. Watch it if if you need to um, take any medication uh, again. I would highly <laughs> recommend watching it while you're under the influence. <laughs> this sounds bad. No, what? This isn't something we yes. should joke about. I feel really bad yeah. about saying this. Like, but if you're getting like toasted or, or drunk, then maybe watch it. Uh, okay. Number two. And this lines up perfectly. Back mm-hmm. to the Future, part mm. two, part two. Okay. And let yes. me stress, part two. Because... I like Back to the Future, part one. Okay, I do too. Yeah, yeah. It's the original. But yeah. I, Back to the Future, part two is when they're in the future. And I think it's so cool to see like what they thought the yeah. the future would be like. And it's a little yes. bit creepy. There's kind of like a Donald Trump-ish mayor. Huh. And it's very <laughs> creepy at one part. Yeah. Right. Um, and of course... Number one uh, for my list is uh, Top Gun. Penny saver, penny saver, penny saver, penny saver. <laughs> that is my top one. What is your list? Did you prepare a list? I did. I did prepare a list because, again, this was one of my activities when I was in bed. Um, uh, let me just ramble them off. Okay. Number five. Julie and Julia. I love that movie. What movie is you that? You know the one about Julia Child? Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I love it. I've I never watch seen it. All it. the time. Oh, my God. I watch it all the time. Like, I'll just put it on, especially in the winter or the fall when it's like, like I, there's something just so like cozy and comforting about it to me. I'm like, mm, let's put this Meryl on. Meryl Streep's like, grab in a that, blanket. right? Yes. Kay. She's incredible. You must watch it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, number four, The Count of Monte Cristo, which was actually my all-time favorite book, and I love the movie, too. Like a vampire? Ever... No, it's about... <laughs> <laughs> like, a count isn't always a vampire. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware. <laughs> what? Like, if you're what? a count, that doesn't mean that you're a vampire. Like, it's not... What the fuck is a title? <laughs> I'm actually... No, what the fuck is a count? <laughs> It's like a title, you know, if someone's like a duke or something like that. It's the same sort of no. idea. No, seriously? Yes, it is. Yes. No. <laughs> I can't believe, and I'm, I'm, I'm so embarrassed that I'm recording this. And this is going out to the world. What the fuck, actually? Oh, yes. my God. Okay. Um, <laughs> let, look at, li- listen, and I just looked it up on Wikipedia for you because mm-hmm. I want to make sure I have the actual right definition. Account or countess is a historical title of nobility in certain European countries, varying relative status, da 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 um, Yeah. So that's, there's like an emperor, a king, an archduke, like a, a grand duke or whatever, and then there's a count. So it's the I'm count a fucking of Monte idiot. <laughs> wow. I'm actually <laughs> shocked right now. I didn't, wow. 
<laughs> Vampire. That's good. Listen, you need to watch the movie. It's really good. Okay. It's not about <laughs> vampires. <laughs> okay, but aren't there so many like counts that are like vampires? Okay, tweet, Dracula. tweet at me at Chris Craigman <laughs> or at Jess Two at Trey Posh or at No Serving PC PC standing for podcast because I want to know: Am I the only fucking person that didn't know this? Did like someone else out there listening has to know or must have thought that counts were vampires? Am I just a fucking idiot? Oh my god! Oh god! Yes. Okay, sorry. Yes. Please continue with your list. My mind's... I'm not in a good place right now. Number and I'm sober. Three. Number three. Number three, Rocky. Ideally, okay. I would like to have the box set, but Rocky... I love the first one. People argue with me about this all the time. I love the first one. Um, number two, Almost Famous. Thank you, Cameron Crowe, for bringing that goddamn beautiful movie into our lives and number one can i get a drum roll do we have that or no we don't have a drum roll we can like i don't know the greatest the greatest movie of all time and my all-time favorite movie legally blonde Oh my god. Yes. Okay, Legally Blonde is a good movie. I have it permanently downloaded on my phone so I can watch it at any time. Okay, that's a good um Jennifer Coolidge in that. Um I can't believe I should have included this on my list. Best in show or Waiting for Guffman. Oh my god, she's amazing in actually is she in... She's in Best in Show. Recall. I don't know if she's in Waiting for Guffman. Yeah, she's okay. really funny. I like her a lot. Uh, she makes that movie in my opinion. She does. She really does. I mean, so does Reese Witherspoon, but okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, okay. That, that, I'm, about... I'm really impressed with that. Oh, sorry. Thank what about... You. Oh, guess... no, I was going to say, like, what about our listeners? I would love to read more about this and the thread. They should tweet us. Tweet us. No, what? Mm-hmm. Why don't we share Denny's tweet through our Twitter account, at no serving PC, mm-hmm. and y'all can, sure. can reply to that. But before we head to our first little mini break here, it's time for the celebrity quiz. Oh, God. Speaking of celebrities, it's not Reese Witherspoon and it's not Jennifer Coolidge. There's two bonus hints for this podcast (laughs) that we're back. Not Reese Witherspoon. (laughs) Okay. Uh, The rules for those of you that are listening for the first time or for Jess that tries to get around the rules... um, I'll give three clues. <laughs> um, then at the end of the podcast, right before we say goodbye, uh, Jess can ask three questions about the clues and then make three guesses. This is a really like, I don't know. I think this is an easy one this week. Um, this person was a substitute model on Deal or No Deal. Mm-hmm. They're married to a singer and they're also a cook. Hmm. Yeah. I know Meghan Markle was on Deal or No Deal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me think about this. I know there's a couple other ones that became famous, right? Maybe. What are the what are the what are the hints? They're married to a singer. 
Yeah. They were on Deal or No Deal, and what's the last one? uh, They're a cook. Oh, Chrissy Teigen. Oh, fuck's sakes, actually. (laughs) Penny saver, penny saver, penny saver, penny saver. Oh, it was an easy one. You know what? It Not wasn't even until make it... you said a, married to a singer and a cook, and I was like, oh, yeah, Chrissy Teigen. Right. I was going to say, Prince Harry doesn't fucking sing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that we know of. Maybe Does he sing? I wouldn't care. I kind of hope not. Yeah. <laughs> Me either. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Well, with that, we will be right back. Podbean is now serving's home for podcasting. Podbean has everything you need to create, manage, and promote your podcast. It's perfect for beginners or well-established podcasters. Join today at podbean.com slash now serving. And now back to the podcast. Well, Christopher, <laughs> I have a question for you. <laughs> how do you <laughs> how do you Huga? I do you know don't I, I don't know what that means. I, I have he, no Huga or Huga is? No. I don't know what that, that is. Is it well, an app? <laughs> let let me I don't know. It's not an app. Listen, I asked Chris this question. <laughs> I think it's an app. <laughs> it's not. Actually, let me just tell you right off the bat. It's a term of nobility often used. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Is it a count? I like, is it a vampire? I, don't I was going to use the same <laughs> definition as a count just to fuck with you, but I can't do it. I'm laughing too hard. Okay, listen, I came across this because, again, I was doing nothing for a while. And I was like, well, what can I entertain myself with? And I kept seeing this hashtag. It's not an app. It's actually like a state of being. Oh, God. It's like a – it's like a – it encompasses a feeling per se. So it's actually from – like it's Danish. It's from Denmark. I was forgetting what the com- the country was called at first. I'm like, it's from Dan. <laughs> it's a Danish term used to describe a feeling of cozy contentment and well being through enjoying the simple things in life. I like that. I That's like, nice. It How is, sweet. and I was like, "What?" And it, and so I read this article because it's like becoming this whole thing now. I'm seeing all these people online. It's been a thing in Danish culture for a long time, obviously, and then Europe, and then now it's like made its way to North America, and so we're probably gonna ruin it somehow. But, anyways, like the being whole comfy idea, and cozy. Yes, it's like if you've ever enjoyed reading a book indoors on a rainy Sunday or a hot cup of cocoa on a snow day, you've experienced hygge without even knowing it. So That's it's like fun. a huge, I like that. yeah, it's like a huge cultural thing in uh, Denmark, and it's like a great big thing. So 
it's like there's this obsession with like things that are cozy and like getting all like snuggly and like comfortable and this and that and I was like well I want to talk about this on the podcast because if you search the hashtag there's like five million posts or something with like Huga's like the hashtag Hmm. it's crazy and like it's kind of cool to see all the different ways that everybody (laughs) creates their own little Huga environment and I was like i this is Chris. This is what you do. Like you, this is like who you are. And I was like, are you, is Chris Danish? What? I create because, comfy, cozy environment. What? Well, because, you know, I'm so Danes, Dan, Danish people, Danes. Yeah. They Count burn Danes. the most. They, <laughs> Sorry. they burn, <laughs> they burn the most candles out of anybody else per capita in the world and i was like oh i know a candle lover too oh okay okay, okay. i know I somebody who candles. likes a clean space where they can watch like a nice movie from the yes. enjoyment of their home where everything's like clean and nicely put together and yes. organized and this and that and it's actually this whole concept came to be because mm. yes because the the danish people have terrible winters so, so this do is fucking kind of weed. their, their, this is their way of like coping. Yeah. And I was like, this is Chris. And I think this is something I would like for you to start hashtagging. Okay. Maybe I will. Has- so I know what I do really enjoy. You called me out on this and I'm glad you did. I, I enjoy like when my place is like very clean and organized. Well, it always is. But mm-hmm. um, there's something to be said for just like having a very clean space um lighting a a candle what have you and you know watching a a movie on a on a rainy sunday or or a stormy saturday night who am i why am i using these words a rainy sunday or a stormy Saturday? what the fuck does that even mean but yeah i get what you mean maybe (laughs) i invented it maybe i'm danish yes you are i am and it's this whole thing and it's like the hottest like design trend and everything else and i was like chris embodies this without even knowing it and but my my condo isn't pronounced sorry my condo isn't cozy i would say though like it's very like yeah but it's comfortable for you right like it doesn't have to be like stuffed with stuff it just has to be like oh this is nice and you know where you're like oh i just feel so good like so my question for you, I know I'm catching you off guard, but it's it's how do you huga? And for those who aren't familiar with the term, it's spelled H-Y-G-G-E. Weird Danish spelling. Not hmm. weird, but it's, you know, or who, who, huga? Anyways. So that's mm-hmm. cool. So how people do you, are, how do you, how do I, how do you huga? How do I huga? Mm-hmm. I... Mm-hmm make sure every surface in my condo is sterilized Uh and no i'm joking i i don't know if things are like very clean and organized and i feel like i can just like sit down and relax like and get into a show that people are talking about or or just watch like some stupid documentary that no one else will care about except me about planes or abandoned amusement parks things i always share Mm -hmm. with you on on instagram or twitter or whatever um that to me would be my huga if i'm using the term properly <laughs> what's yours yes mine is like sunday in bed <laughs> 
you know? No, mine would be like shower, like super clean in a clean, like freshly ironed bed, movies, like a coffee, maybe like reading some good articles online, maybe someone to cuddle up next to in bed with, like a dog (laughs) or or Nicole (laughs) Um, or a man. (laughs) Sorry, it's just really hard for me to say that out loud. Um, and <laughs> I'm like, who else could I put in there? Steph, literally anyone else. Um, yeah. Jordan. Just like, ah, uh, Jordan. Although Jordan isn't a cuddly type of person. No, he's not. I could never imagine cuddling with Jordan. Neither could I. In fact, here's a fun fact about <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> I'm ready. When I first met Jordan and we became friends. Oh, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> Do we hear no. this phone? This do you hear I that? hear it. This is a traveling this is podcast. Ha- this, is, this is what happens when you <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> this is what happens when you record in the suburbs. <laughs> like I'm in my childhood bedroom. <laughs> my that was that sounded like, like a landline. It is. It is a landline. My Ooh. parents still have one. I know. Vintage, right? It's yeah. like we've traveled back to nineteen ninety nine. I like that song. Yes. Song yes. Yeah. Yes. Anyways, um, I'm dying to hear. Oh, wait. The thing about Jordan. When I yes. first met Jordan, <laughs> I would always stay at his house. My mom would like send me with a care package and I'd stay over at his place because I obviously still lived with my parents and he'd be like, just stay here so you, like, you're safe until your parents can come pick you up in the morning. And I was like, thanks, Jordan, because you know, Jordan is much older than we are as you know much Much older older much 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 older older. (laughs) that's actually jordan right there (laughs) he used to blow up like a little blow up mattress for me it was very posh let me tell you had like my own little like sleep set there like my own sheets like all this stuff he like gave me a t-shirt that said supermodel on it i was like oh my fucking god and jordan would just As be like night, <laughs> and they just bounce in the morning which was fine but we definitely were never cuddly yeah that's mm-hmm. fair yeah mm-hmm. no i've stayed well last time i was back home in in <laughs> london for mm-hmm. those of you that are new to the podcast like jess and i are both from london which is where you are right now um yes. i'm in ottawa now um but yeah last time i was in london i stayed at jordan's house um the one that yeah because i was downtown which is where he lives and crashed there he's always so accommodating he's so nice just such a a good host the the door is 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 always open at at jordan's so if you're looking for a place to stay in london yes it's great honestly (laughs) visiting jordan Jordan takes care of you just like a grandpa would, you know? Like, he <laughs> is like, do you need a blanket? Like, and he's just so, but I'm just joking. But in all seriousness, Jordan is the nicest. Like, he, he really, he's always been so kind. I mean, when he's not drunk and <laughs> sassing me up. <laughs> but authentically, he's so kind. And he always just, like, does, like, you know, the extra mile. And he's so thoughtful and... It was really nice of him to do that for me. So even though he did not invite me to snuggle with him, that may have been weird. (laughs) Anyways, I do appreciate the very special treatment I got on my very special blow-up mattress. 
Well, this was a I don't weird know how topic. We got on this. <laughs> this is fucking weird. So Listen, Jordan is a, a good friend of both of ours, and that's the person we're both talking about never snuggling with, but that he has <laughs> a great place to stay. He has a great place to stay. So if you also don't want to snuggle with Jordan, <laughs> Jordan also has a Huga place where it's like so comfy. Like everything you yes. could need or want is like right there. That's what I love about men. They they like make sure all the shit is set up. You know, I'm always Do like, they? oh, I would love to get an Apple TV, but I don't know how to plug it in, so I'm just not gonna get it. No, okay, which is, we were talking about this, a little mini tech talk here. <laughs> Chromecast, Apple TV, or a Roku. Did you get any of the three or no? Do you want to know which one I got? Uh, None of the above. None of the above because I don't, <laughs> unfortunately, when I was spending hundreds of dollars on mustard colored clothing, I forgot to order that thing. Uh-huh. It's it's probably for the best. Plus, yeah. I wouldn't know how to plug it in and work it. It's, it's would you? Like, I, I would need, walk like, you person. through it over the, you would just plug it into the Thank back. I, it's easy. I would walk you through it. I promise. Well, I need that for the upcoming winter when I huga my place and turn on my fireplace and have some nice tea and my freshly ironed sheets. Yeah. I'm interested to know what other people are doing. Like, how are people making this a thing now? Like, I'm kind of really interested in it because, like, all the Hugo books are, like, the New York Times bestseller list and all this and that. And I'm like, how are people doing this? Is this, like, a Marie Kondo sort of thing? It's like, like the latest and greatest. So you already do that. You're fine. But I'm, like, dying to hear everybody else. So everyone should just tweet us. And how do you Hugo? And it's kind of... It's kind of like liberating in a way to know that be staying in and being comfy and like Netflixing is like celebrated in a country somewhere. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll move to Denmark. I think it's celebrated here. Or maybe I just don't give like I enjoy and it. And like not shamed. Okay. I mean. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, that's all I got about the Huga <laughs> and I feel bad about Jordan. So let's just, <laughs> let's play the commercial. <laughs> Have an idea for a topic, thoughts on a celebrity for our weekly quiz, or just have some feedback for us? We want to hear from you. You can interact with us on Twitter at NowServingPC, PC standing for podcast, myself at Chris Craigman, or Jess at Trey Posh. We love hearing from you and we thank you for listening. And now, back to the podcast. Beep, bop, bop. So, wow, such a cute, snappy little commercial we got going there. Yeah. Um. Listen. Oh, okay. Gosh. Yeah. Sorry. As I'm, <coughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> My mother has sprayed something, and I can't. I'm choking. Help. Are you? Oh my gosh. Are you okay? I'm fine, but you know what? what this is going to go nicely into my some sort of perfume air freshener like she came and sprayed it like around you no no it was like sprayed in the house she's, okay she's she's near you can tell she's near because i can smell the smell <laughs> like there's some sort of like deodorizer happening okay somewhere. i was gonna say Catherine, that's pretty rude to walk up to someone and like spray them with air freshener. no like, no what? no no although <laughs> she would she would they wouldn't put it past her she knows you're recording Fine. comes up and fucking spray sassy i'm just i just can't breathe it's fine listen when i was on my back 
stuck in bed. I read mm-hmm. this Australian report on climate change because how this all came about is the Australian Senate um, had this inquiry into how climate change would impact national security. Mm. Um, okay. Like, is it a does does climate change pose a threat to national security, especially like an island like theirs, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so they put together this report, and I believe they worked with some sort of like university down there and all this like climate change institute. Anyways, the results came in, and things are not looking good. Um, yeah, and it, as it turns out. Uh, things are a lot worse than people thought, and, um, I think the world's gonna end in, like, 20 years, I think, if we keep trending the way that we're going. Um, yeah, so, there's, what this report says is that by 2050, so 30 years, yeah, um, we'll be at the point of no return, and 1 billion people will be displaced off the earth because, um, there will be such, like, scarcity of water um like drinking water and also like most of the places these people live will be underwater at that point just due to like climate like global warming and this Mm -hmm. and that so um so yeah one billion people would be forced to relocate two billion people would have to deal with major water scarcity um agriculture would be devastated in the subtropics and food production would be no more um it's apparently as i quote the greatest threat to human life on the planet and uh so this is like i'm not surprised to hear all of Mm -hmm. this like it's not Mm -hmm. yeah it's pretty intense it's pretty scary Mm -hmm. yeah and the reason i brought this up is because you're going on a cruise (laughs) i'm actually going on two I so I'm going on so, one in December this December, so a few months mm-hmm. away. It's coming up pretty mm-hmm. quick, and then one in March of 2021. So like yes, yeah, pretty crazy. It is. Um, well, listen, going forward, <laughs> I would like to talk about all of these things a little bit more, and because me and my household have taken a real conscientious listen we're trying really hard to become a zero waste house Mm -hmm. and it's really amazing to see the change the impact that just one person can have when you actually just do it you know what i mean you actually try and you consider a new plan and this and that and it's actually like it's kind of expensive when you front the money up front to buy all this like well i'm not going to use paper towels anymore i'm just going to use like these special cloths and whatever Mm -hmm. i'm like oh but you have to buy like 30 bucks worth of whatever but then you're like actually i don't have to buy these again Hmm. for years to come versus like buying paper towels every few weeks or this and that okay okay so i just think perhaps and i don't want this to sound that rude but i think going on a cruise is environmentally irresponsible Going on two cruises is very environmentally <laughs> irresponsible. And so, mm-hmm. at, okay. No, so re- rebuttal, like my whole thing is at what point mm-hmm. do we say enough is enough? Yeah. 
No, I agree. And it's something that I've thought a lot about. Well, it is surprising that I'm going on two cruises and have thought a lot about this. But <laughs> yeah. um, no, it is something I thought a lot about. And I know that I could be doing more things to, uh, you know, reduce my mm-hmm. um, uh, my footprint uh, on, in this world. Um, and mm-hmm. going on cruises is probably a, a bad way <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to do that. I'm going the opposite mm-hmm. direction. Um, I'll say this. So I think I have so many different points here and so many different ways I kind of want to go with this. But first things first, okay. like when I booked this, it was a thought that crossed my mind. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people like this is something that they don't even think about or don't even look into. Before I booked, I went mm-hmm. to look at um like what cruise lines are um kind of like taking the right steps to like not be shitty on the environment like Mm -hmm. actually like be responsible for you know what they're they're doing um because cruise ships are like bad for the environment um and you hear all these things about how they like dump trash into the ocean how they're like Mm -hmm. just like they i don't know what type of fuel they they burn but it's like the but it's like the I thought it was the like worst. worse than diesel. Yes. But it's like the worst yeah. possible like fuel. And so they're they're really shitty for the environment. Um I did some research though. So the cruise line that I'm going on, um, if you look at their rankings of all of them, um, it's second from the top in terms of like the best of being like responsible and like dealing with like sewage um uh, treatment, like their air pollution uh, reduction, um, water quality compliance. Um, so the, the cruise line is Norwegian cruise line. Um, right above them is, is Disney cruise line. Um, mm-hmm. so those are the top two in the world, um, mm-hmm. for kind of like doing the, the right thing or taking the right steps. Mm-hmm. I realize that this is still pretty, you know, bad, but I yes. think so with me, like I, I'd, where it's tricky is like, okay, I'm 31. I want to be making better choices going forward. Um, but I also want to be able to do things that I still enjoy. And so I think that obviously like going on trips and stuff, like I'm not someone that's going to like go backpacking and like sleep in hostels and, uh, and I'm not trying to, for this to come off in the wrong way to anyone listening, but that's something that I don't enjoy. Like I like being able to just like completely relax, not have to worry about food, not have to worry about like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, being active. I just want to like sit, relax, Mm -hmm whatever and I find like I've only been on one cruise but I find doing that is just very relaxing it's easy and everything's kind of taken care of um it allows me to just like shut off my mind and and disconnect Mm -hmm. um but yeah no I'm not gonna lie like as I when I booked these trips I'm like fuck like is this a bad thing like am I doing something wrong for the with the environment um I think a lot of trips are bad I think like flying on a plane is is bad Mm -hmm. like there's Mm -hmm. taking uh uh, like rail transportation is is far more um you know stressful on on the environment um Mm -hmm. yeah so I, I think it's something that I'm very cautious of it's something that isn't really sitting well with me um, but I was looking at both the cruise line and the exact ship. Um, the ship I'm going on is brand new, so there's no kind of like report on it yet, but all of their newer ships, um, are, um, I mean, still, it's a big, massive ship going through the water, but their air pollution reduction is like so much better than, uh, it was on some of these older ships that are out in the ocean. So, um, would I go 
on a cruise line that has horrible old ships no would i go on a fucking old ship that's like mm-hmm. tossing trash into the ocean and like putting black smoke into the air like no i wouldn't do that I, that wouldn't sit well with me mm-hmm. so do i feel completely good about this no mm-hmm. but i i did put thought into this with my my choice uh-huh. And I think there's a lot worse vacations. Right. To go on. I think about doing a land vacation, um, like going to, to Las Vegas or something. Um, mm-hmm. I think that, like, there's a lot of things there that are contributing to, like, a horrible... There you know, are. Like, Certainly. And know. it kind of raises the question of how do you travel sustainably or how do you... Like, you can't. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, well, there's not, like, a way that's really travel sustainably so um i just think that we're all allowed or allotted a certain amount like a a certain amount right of a carbon footprint per year per person and then once you use that that's it like you just can't go on vacation and it's really something i'm struggling with because i really want to travel it's like the only thing i want to do it's the only thing i want to spend money on like i only want to see the world and you know Mm -hmm. It's really, mm, it's, 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 it's something that I'm like, okay, maybe if I do all this zero waste stuff, I can go on a trip (laughs) and it will kind of balance itself out where I can use my carbon footprint. Like a little bit can go a long way. You know what I mean? More resourcefully. Um, For those who are unaware, I just would like to share some quick tidbits about how bad cruises are for the environment. Just because I know you did look into this because we had Yeah, no, I want to hear the facts. Yes, of course. And I just want everyone to realize that, for example, like a ship is a floating city, basically. So um, most ships produce the same amount of pollution as a city of the same size people would. In fact, um, each passenger's carbon footprint is uh, probably three times as much as it is if they were on land. So if you're Mm -hmm. vacationing on land, it's actually like three times the amount. Um, There's the, this whole thing about the, the diesel and all of that, that they use. Um, And I guess it has like a high sulfur content in there, which is really bad for the atmosphere or whatever. Um, A lot of cruise lines install, have installed like to, so they, instead of actually doing the right thing and buying these like more eco-friendly fuels, they just buy these like cheat systems that will uh, fudge their numbers because they have to they they have to report into some sort of maritime authority, um, and the way that they dispose of sewage. So that's like a huge thing. You kind of talked about how like I think did you mention that it was Carnival that just got well, fined twenty million? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Carnival. If you look at the list here, Carnival is like pretty much right at, at the, they are at the very bottom actually. Yeah. So. I would yeah. not go on a carnival cruise. Let the record no. show. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, really, really bad. And they have been repeatedly, they're like repeat offenders of dumping single uh, use plastics and raw sewage into the ocean, like thousands of gallons, right? Just dumping and, and this and that. And I think the time that they were charged before, they were charged $40 million to this maritime authority or whatever. And I was like, 
they should also have to incur the cost of cleaning all that shit up. Yeah. Like if the if, like to me, I'm like charging them forty million, and then that also. What's what um, they do? It's it's international waters, and they just like, in the middle of the night. Yeah. I've read about this. In the middle of the night, they literally will like, when people yeah. are like sleeping and stuff, um, open whatever door and yeah, toss mm-hmm. it into the ocean. It's fucked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think that, and you know, I like to travel and. I really try to be as conscious as I can about things. Like even for work, when I have to travel for work, if there's like people from my office where we're all going the same place, like technically we're allowed to all have our own vehicle and get her. Or if we're not, like I could Uber to a place or this and that. But I always try to like carpool with someone or this. Just to like, I think it's those small daily intentional decisions that you make that will really – like it's those small things that will add up to something significant yeah because it i don't think it's gonna be long until we're all forced to have to live very differently very differently and i just think that we owe it to future generations to do our best right now before shit really hits the fan like in 2050 i'm gonna be 62 and that's younger than my parents and they still have a lot of living to do and i was like it's gonna be some weird new colonial shit where like the superpowers of the world are going to recolonize the globe and it's going to be all like that's exactly what's going to happen it's terrifying to think about and it's definitely going to happen in our lifetime like my parents will be dead whatever but it's terrifying to me and i'm like i i don't think i can have children so i just think going forward on the podcast i will be bringing up some environmental tips here and there um Thank you for not going on a on a carnival cruise. <laughs> However, going forward, I don't think you should go on cruises anymore. I I, I don't disagree. After you go on your <laughs> so hi, here's the thing too, like with a lot of their like you, you can vote with your wallet. So a lot of their newer ships that have been built are like I'm not saying like oh my gosh they're amazing for the environment. They're like planting mm-hmm. fucking trees as they're going across the ocean. That's not what's happening. Mm-hmm. But like. Um, there's uh, uh, an organization called Friends of the Earth. Um, you can go to foe.org, um, and they have a cruise report card, and you can yes. see like all the ships, what they've been rated. Um, yes. And I think the thing is like people are becoming more and more aware of this. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, all vacations, like if you're taking a flight, if you're staying in a hotel, like. Mm-hmm you're having a bigger uh, impact on the environment than you normally would more than likely. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think like, I I think just like being more conscious of vacations overall is important. I I don't know. Um, But no, I would never go on a a carnival cruise or um, any of the ones that are uh, near the the bottom of this. list. Well, actually, no, really like looking at this right now live, like I, I, I wouldn't want to go any lower than the Norwegian in terms of, uh, uh, impact on the environment so yes. but yeah no it, i think it's something to be aware of for sure because yeah we yeah. don't have much time to turn this around we don't because if you think about it 20 years ago it was the year 1999 yeah so think about that right mm-hmm. and it's crazy to think that in that same amount of time shit's really gonna be different and you know They're that same different. report basically said that there's going to be 
like 50 days per year where it would be too hot for anyone to be outside so then it just becomes like where you know the this extreme between the 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 rich and like the wealthy and the poor and how are people who live off the land like it's just you're like what's gonna happen i think we're gonna face extinction and 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 the the report also said that it would take something like such a there would it would require like a a mobilization of all the major nations in the world something like what happened in the second world war where everyone sprung into action like quickly and efficiently and it was the number one thing on top of everyone's mind was like the war effort and this and that it would take that level of action to actually have anything significant to have to to save anything but that's Mm -hmm. never going to happen right so it's like up to all of us i think maybe this is like the biggest threat i'm like okay like the economies will collapse certainly and like look what happened when the financial crisis happened in 2007 like people were terrified right and i'm like well buckle the fuck up because shit's about to get really real yeah well and i think like this is like this is a much 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 bigger conversation but i think like Mm -hmm. the biggest one of the biggest impacts um, or ways people can impact this too is is by voting like i don't think that's something that can be stressed enough like it's going to take the right people in power um to make changes like yes we can all make changes um mm-hmm. you know to our daily life so there has to be governments mm-hmm. um that are you know implementing you know laws that are going to to you know force us to change and i think mm-hmm. like yeah like like you said like why it, it just makes sense to be getting prepared for this now one because you know we're helping or, or you know being better to the environment than we were in the past but two like this is how we are going to have to live our lives but i think it's so important to vote Yes, uh, for, right. for leaders that are very aligned and, and aware of the the severity of this this issue yes certainly um great well enjoy your cruise <laughs> no this is on so it's on their newest ship it is uh it, yes. it's 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 better than than all their others and uh yeah like still is it it's obviously not a great environmental choice, mm-hmm. um, but I promise I did my my research on it, and I would not go on a cruise ship that's dumping, uh, like literally trash into the ocean. Um, the right. ship is, uh, although not great for the air quality report, um, <laughs> I guess it's yeah. not because they can't. It's the ship's not running yet, <laughs> um, yes. but it's expected to be significantly better than the other ones. And I think if people go on cruise lines that are aware of this and are like building ships that are, you know, I don't know, there, there's one like, uh, who is it? Um, Virgin is coming out with cruise lines, uh, mm-hmm. Richard Branson. His mm-hmm. cruise ships are, they're supposed to be like some of the best in the world or something like where I don't even... Yeah, I don't want to just make up facts, but they're like leading the pack with all of this. Like, um, yeah, it's a very interesting concept. I don't know. Something to look into. Anyways, this has been a fun week. And I hope that uh, everyone enjoyed listening to this. And we can't wait to see you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye for now. We want to hear from you. Visit us at nowservingpodcast.com. New podcasts are released weekly. Don't forget to subscribe. 